What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Castilla podcast provided to you by the people behind the brand and the iconic product innovations. I'm your host, Søren Jensen, Marketing Manager, and in this week's episode, we'll dive into the Geo d'Italia, aerodynamics, and what products make a big difference in a professional athlete's cycling clothing arsenal, wind tunnel testing, and more. We will also take some of your questions in this episode. And remember to submit your product-related questions or topics you would like us to discuss on a future episode on Spotify QA through the contact form on our website or DM us on Instagram or Facebook. So without further ado, let's kick off this second episode with Castelli's brand manager, Steve Smith, and the guy who turned Castelli into the brand we know today and his product innovations. So let's welcome Steve. I know you just got back from the Giro, riding almost 230 kilometers from your home in Bassano del Carapa on Sunday to watch the finish in Bergamo, and then attended the ASIA Sport presentation on Monday, announcing the four-year contract extension between the Giro d'Italia and Castelli. But it's not first time that you ride to one of the Giro stages by bike. On stage nine, that was the second individual time trial stage, You rode down to Cesena, covering 240 kilometers in pouring rain to test some of our new products and materials. Hey, Soren. Nice to see you again. So I've been out of the office a bit. So, uh, no, so having the Giro stages on consecutive weekends, just a nice longish bike ride from home. I took advantage of that because in, here in June, I'm going to go do the Tuscany Trail. It's 480 kilometers on the gravel bike And we're going to try to do it in two days. So having some good long rides like this was it was a good chance. And then uh, just by chance on the stage to Cesenatico, the time trial where Remco won and then went home, uh, uh, forecasts were for uh, rain. So first I was like, do I really want to go out there in the rain? But we've got some new stuff coming for the for the team and then for the collection in, in the not-so-distant future. And it was like, wait a minute, here's a perfect chance to go out there and get long chance under the rain to test this stuff out to see how it holds up over extended rain but yet without being so cold because the forecasts were from nine to 14 degrees and that's about what it was so out of seven and a half hours i had about four hours of that under the rain can you already tell us more about some of the products that you were testing on the weekend i know we have something new and exciting coming soon for all the gaba and perfetto jacket fans yeah so it's more of a uh system of for riding in the rain so there's a new booty and a new glove they're coming out in winter 23 so that's the diluvia one glove and the aero race booty so these are both products made principally for for riding racing in the rain uh which were absolutely spectacular just warm hands warm feet the whole way um you know after it it, it was coming down hard on a week from sunday uh we could go sunday And eventually it did wet out a little bit, but it was still really warm. So warm and wet is, is okay. And then the jacket is just something we've been working on a while. It's going to be a next evolution for, for the GABA. So uh, we'll definitely see it in the future. It needs it still needs some more work. But uh, I was, uh, to be honest, I, I put a, a Slicker Pro jacket in the pocket because I wasn't sure it would hold up to that long of rain. And it was it was spectacular. I was actually didn't really feel a significant difference between dry and wet. It started out two hours in the dry, then two hours of hard rain. Then it stopped raining again for almost two hours, you know, dripping wet roads. And then it rained hard again for the last hour and a half. But 
it was it was no problem. Well, that's also the perfect example for bringing home new product innovation ideas to a product team. Innovation is in our DNA. The constant search for making cyclists go faster and further and greater comfort has always been the driving force of the brand for decades now and changing how professional cyclists dress. And part of the success has been the internal testing program where we basically can ride directly into a sample room after a lunchtime ride and show the project engineers what needs to be changed or modified. But Steve, can you go into a bit more detailed description on how this product testing program and protocol works? Yeah, so we'd start out with a Uh, the whole process with an idea of, a, of a, usually with a improvement that we can give to, to, to riders. So we'll start off with, with a brief, we'll design a product, we'll find the right fabrics, we'll make up some samples, we'll try them on internally, maybe do a easy ride, but then make up a few more for our test group and, and we go out and test them in the conditions that they're made for. And then that, that feedback to, to Sonia on the product development side, Stefano and Uh, the the patterning side and then with having our sample room inside here we've even done times where we'll make up a sample in the morning right at lunch make changes in the afternoon right again in the evening so i think our records went through 14 rounds of samples in 10 days uh trying to dial in a short one time so if we do that with asia production that would be about a three-year development cycle and here we can do it in, in 10 days Yeah, that's definitely one of the great things about having our own sample room here at the headquarter and one of the key things to the success of the brand to be able to do all those on-the-fly adjustments to the to the collection and to the products. Hey, let's uh, circle back to the Geo d'Italia and RCS and all the amazing performance-enhancing products that Castelli is supplying to the category leaders. So the Giro d'Italia, we give not only the standard leader's jersey, but uh, for any possibility of cold and wet conditions, there's a whole arsenal of products for the riders. So you start from a lightweight vest and arm warmers, which you see a lot of the guys wearing at the start of the stage. Uh, then we move up to that level of medium rain without too, being too cold, and there they'll put on the, the GABA, the short sleeve rain jacket. From there, they go to the Profeto long sleeve jacket, uh, which we saw Garrett Thomas in uh, doing that you know, horrific uh, rain all day stage. And then from there, there's actually uh, also a, a version of the Slicker Pro with a bit of Jiro uh, colors on it. So um, yeah, if you're a leader in the Jiro, you're probably better protected than you are with your normal team kit. Uh, and then going the other direction in for pure aerodynamics, uh, we've made the a version of the San Remo BTW suit for these guys where we've, uh, because you have a new leader possibly every day and uh, having to make a suit that can fit for everyone, we've really worked hard to engineer a suit that's actually more stretchy than our standard suits so that uh, no matter who wins it, we can we can dress it with them. So. You know, Jonathan Milan is uh, actually size large. The guy's tall and a big guy, and so he's been in the Chiclamino, but in the speed suit. And then you've even seen Garrett Thomas, who we know has not always been uh, the rider that prefers the speed suit. He's typically going more for a jersey and shorts, but he's been in the, the, the pink leader's, leader's suit as well. So, um, And that product uh, we're developing, you'll see it uh, in summer 24 in the collection and then going into custom. So... You can wear actually. Uh, we've already made it faster than thanks to wind tunnel testing there in, in, in April. So 
were already faster than what we were, what we were able to supply in time for the Giro. Remco and Venepol dominated the first two individual time trials, beating some of the best TT specialists like Dana, Kung, and Garen Thomas. But he also forewent sleeves for a sleeveless suit. This seems to go against aerodynamic dogma. What do you think? Well, yeah, it's true. And uh, if you go back and look at that, he put almost a second per kilometer into Ghana on a short time trial. So uh, I would have thought that they would have been a little bit closer. But it's it's actually really interesting to, to uh, compare and contrast Ghana and uh, Ramco because a lot of what Ghana has, or even what he's using today, is stuff we developed him for him over years with. Uh, Sky and, and Ineos. In fact, our relationship with Ghana goes back to 2012 when we had this young 17-year-old tall kid with a flat back that we used as a test dummy uh, in the wind tunnel where we were making stuff for Ryder Hazedal for the Giro d'Italia. So uh, Ghana helped us out then and then we've worked with them over the years. But uh, with Ghana, we've worked a lot with the aerodynamics around the shoulders, around the arms, uh, you know, through the back, through the hips, and we thought we had a pretty good setup. And it act, indeed it is. We can make most people even a 2% faster by adapting this set of tools that we have uh, developed with Ghana. And then we tried with uh, with Remco, and everything we thought we knew with Ghana didn't really work with Remco. So we the theory is that is because his shoulders, he's so compact when he rides that uh, the air... Basically, his his shoulders and, and hips, everything is, is in dirty air rather than clean air like Ghana because he's got such a compact position in the front, and then he keeps his shoulders in so tight. So with him, we found that he's better off with short sleeves, and the shorter, the better. So the, quarter, the shorter we cut them, even up to like a cap sleeve, the faster he goes. But then at some point, the, the needing to have the sponsor logos on the sleeves has led us to... to, to choose that kind of is about, about as short of sleeve as you see on anyone and the same thing is actually on the legs if we if we put him in hot pants he'd be even faster but there's a certain point where you know sponsors and, and common sense of decency takes over yeah or maybe body painting the team logos on when talking about aerodynamics uh castelli we spend a decent amount of time hours days weeks in the tunnel every year Can you describe what is happening when we go to the wind tunnel? A typical day at the tunnel. Yeah, so a day in the tunnel. Obviously, it's a it's a big investment because uh, the wind tunnels, with all the engineers and the facility and the energy just to dry them, it doesn't come steep cheap. So, um, a day in the tunnel will actually be the last point of even months of of preparation. So, there's a whole theory part. There can be the CFD analysis. There's a sampling. We've got to get really dialed in because a lot of the testing will use a uh, surrogate actually to do some of the testing because we can't stick a pro in the, in the wind tunnel for for 13 hours so we have to get the, the samples dialed in for the person then we'll go in and do multiple rounds of tests we'll uh, typically we'll be into a tunnel for 11 or 12 hours which is a short short break for lunch uh, and yeah get the most out of that day What about all that hard work and advice that goes into sponsoring or supporting the Italian national team and the national track cycling team, especially supporting them for some of the key events like the World Championships and the Olympics? I mean, obviously, we've got an accumulated uh, knowledge base of, of how to make people faster. So with the Italians, um, we've 
yeah, I've gotten them to be at least the level of setting world records, and uh, we have some new stuff coming for world championships in Glasgow. Um, so there's a few new tricks we'll have for there, uh, and yeah, I think I mean it's, it's hard. It's becoming harder and harder to get those aerodynamic gains, but every so often we find some significant gains, and I, I think there's still just so much left to do. Amateur cyclists might be shocked by some of the speeds that top riders can average. At what speed does aero clothing actually make a big difference? Yeah, well, is I mean, the aerodynamicist will tell you, of course, that it's uh, le- linear. It is proportional, actually. So um, you can have gains even if your average is 18 kilometers an hour. And so the actual time gain over the over the distance might be similar to what uh, even a pro rider will get at, at 50 kilometers an hour. That being said, we can also, with the fabrics, with the interventions, with the way we make this work, uh, we can really tune garments to a specific speed. Like the, the Italian national team, we've tuned their setup to that 64 kilometers an hour that they'll hold uh, once they're, you know, it basically takes them a lap, only just 250 meters to get up to, 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 to that 64k speed, an hour speed, which is pretty phenomenal. Um, but for in that case, we can tune a garment to a very specific speed. Uh, in case in the case of road pieces or even track uh, omnium events, we'll, we'll look for a wider range of, of tuning where the product is good over a wider range. Um, but typically, a product that's good even at 64k an hour will be somewhat good at 40k an hour, and it will even make a difference at 30k an hour. But it's really optimized for a specific speed. So to wrap up this episode, an aero topic, let's take a few questions from our listeners. We have Andy here from Antwerp in Belgium asking, what are the best lowest cost Castelli products to get more aero? Okay, so um, in terms of our products, uh, the first thing would be, uh, speaking specifically with Road, either to go into our BTW suit or San Remo suit, which are both optimized for high speed. The BTW ends up being a little bit uh, heavier and warmer. So if you're not in a warm day, uh, that's the, a good one. Or the, the San Remo speed suit is essentially the same speed suit as what uh, Carapaz used at the Olympics in the hot weather. So it's, it's the widest range of conditions that you'll be super fast in. If you're not wanting to go for a full road suit uh, on the, yeah, for, your, for your road riding, then that Aero Race 6.1 jersey is, is ideal. Um, good lightweight, really aerodynamic. So, there for 125 euros, you're you're into one of the most aero setups out there. Then to spend another little bit, uh, believe it or not, the feet make a big difference. So we make a aerodynamic sock, which is uh, I've seen independent testing from other people who still show that is the most uh, aero sock. Or if you're wanting to go ahead and cover up your foot or uh, fast feet. Uh, TT booty. We call it a TT booty, but it certainly works on the road. So both of these products. Uh, so it, it, when we tested it out at about 50k an hour, you get about, get about three watt savings out of the TT booty, or about two out of just the sock. So for that 40 euros or so, that's actually probably the the best, uh, biggest arrow gains that you can have for the least amount of money. Uh, and then you know, don't forget positions important. So. Uh, you know, keeping your shoulders in, your arms in, keeping your elbows bent—that's uh, essentially free unless you go out and buy some narrower bars. But uh, narrow, narrow is faster for sure. 
Then if you think about that the body position plays about 75% when it comes to aerodynamics. So wearing aero clothing like or speed suits and having the right narrow body position is massive. That actually leads to our next question. Marco from Bergamo in Lombardia is asking, what position is most aerodynamic, riding with your hands in the hoods or down in the drops? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we haven't really done a lot of testing with the levers inwards, but obviously that's we know that's uh, faster. Lots of people have tested that. Uh, one interesting bit that we've noticed is that riding between riding on the hoods with your forearms parallel to the ground or riding the drops, we don't really see a significant difference. With different riders, it'll be a tiny bit difference, but... Uh, yeah, not a significant amount of difference. Obviously, if your hands are on the hoods and you're sitting up straight, then you're you're giving up some arrow. But yeah, hoods, hoods or drops, as long as your forearms are, are low, it doesn't make a big difference. And that leads us to the last question from Lionel from Lausanne in Switzerland, who's asking if Castelli ever wind tunnel tested any of our limited gravel clothing products. We have something new coming, but it's going to be summer 24 before we bring it out. But Something, yeah, for racing and, and gravel, gravel endurance races, we have something really cool coming. But uh, yeah, let's maybe save that for a later podcast. We'll, we'll tell you more about it. Yeah, so that's a small spoiler here of what is coming. That's really cool and exciting. We'll for sure dive into this aero gravel topic sometime next month in June and after our summer 24 sales meetings and the Unbound Gravel event. Let's transition back to the Corsa Rosa, Giro d'Italia, and how to dress for the last two epic mountain stages on Thursday and Friday, and the crazy penultimate TT stage on Saturday. You know, most of the time they'll be racing in their road suits, uh, and then probably put a jacket on for the descent. So it's fairly straightforward to dress for today. Uh, for Friday with the Trecime going up over Paso Jao at 2,300 meters. If it's wet, then we're going to see them pull out yeah, a lot of clothes. So uh, what can work really well here is also to put on an insulation la- layer like a Profeto vest or a Gaba. And then you can put a, a rain cape over the top of that. You know, but this is in cases where these guys are doing descents so the last half an hour. So it's Wanting to keep a lot of heat in the body. Uh, definitely want to keep the body warm. But this, this applies to you and me too. It's like when we go up in the mountains or uh, where it's going to be cold and wet, then we just need to yeah, put on, just keep adding layers until you stay warm in the upper body. But there's a lot of, you know, series of products in the collection where you can, uh, stuff that you can put in the pocket, pull it out and just uh, keep your key, your body warm. And then pay attention, of course, to your hands because you got to be able to still break and shift and everything so let's talk about saturday's insane steep tt stage and how important aerodynamics is if you look at the numbers i think monte lusari with its seven kilometer at 12 percent average gradient and more than five kilometers averaging at 15 percent well so before they hit that last seven kilometers of climbing uh but before they hit that i think there's about 10 kilometers of flattish so that will still be fast so there's still some good arrow to be to be gained so yeah we'd still be in a full arrow suit for that first part and then uh i mean it's not any uh penalty to use that on the on the upper part obviously when it's 18 percent you're gonna be going so slow the gain the arrow gains aren't aren't that big of uh making that big of a difference but uh yeah i don't there's not really a time trial anymore that arrow wouldn't play a bit of a role in 
But the Montelusari could easily see the Malarosa leader lose more time in the space of 15-20 minutes than the one through the entire race so far. I think most of us, we still have the pictures in our mind of the penultimate stage from the 2020 Tour de France where Pogacar crosses Rockledge by nearly two minutes on the Plans de Belfi to seal the overall victory. And I think that's a wrap for this week's episode. Thanks, Steve, for joining the pod and giving us all this insider information on aero clothing and aerodynamics, the Giro d'Italia, and how to dress for wet weather. Yeah, thanks. I'm sure we'll, we'll see you again. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe, give us a five-star rating to help us be seen in the algorithms. And if you have a Castelli product-related question or topic you would like us to take up on a future podcast, send us an email from the contact form on the website or DM us on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks again, everyone, and see you soon. Mm-hmm.